Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. With producer Sanaa Marie, each week I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose, the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion... They are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Breaking news out of over thousands of applicants, the Verbally Effective podcast has been selected to showcase at the 2020 South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas. Ina Esco will be interviewing Taylor to the Stars and Memphis native Rich Fresh on the big stage. Hey, you guys, I am Andrea Finis, lifestyle blogger and creative entrepreneur. I own an apothecary in search of our gardens, and we talk about all things about living well, simply, and beautiful and with grace. And I am with Ina Esco of Verbally Effective Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Devin Steele. I'm hanging out with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective podcast. So make sure that you check it out right here. Verbally Effective with Ina Esco. Hey, I'm Kevin Cerrito, and I'm verbally effective because Eno Esco said so. And because I'm working every night talking. That's what I do. I talk for a living. I'm hosting trivia. I'm hosting bingo. I'm hosting a radio show. I'm the host of 901 Wrestling at Rec Room twice a month, almost every day. I'm out there speaking to Memphians, oftentimes about Memphis, verbally effective. Kevin Cerrito is a Germantown native and graduate of the University of Memphis. Kevin Cerrito is currently on Cerrito Live, which is a sports and pop culture radio program hosted by Kevin Cerrito on Sports 56 at WHBQ. 96.1 and 87.7 FM every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon. In the 10 a.m. hour, there is Remembering This Week with Local 24's Jessica Benson. And in that 11 a.m. hour, and in that 11 a.m. hour every Saturday, there is Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour because Kevin is a guru in the world of wrestling. You can also find Kevin hosting trivia or bingo throughout the city of Memphis during your weekdays. Verbally effective, your double E, Ina Esco here. We are already at episode 97. Can you believe it, guys? Almost at 100. And today I have with me the host of Cerrito Live and Wrestling Time. I know he's on Sports 56, radio, trivia, wrestling. I know he knows all kinds of facts about a lot of different things. We have Mr. Kevin Cerrito in the building. Hey, Kevin. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. You left bingo out. We'll have to get I left bingos. bingo out. I knew it was one more thing. <laughs> Probably a whole bunch of other things, but bingo as well. You're a busy guy. Yeah, very busy. Yes. Remember when we first met? 
I, I, yeah, it was a uh, uh, Channel Three, yeah, right? Yes, for Water Cooler Wednesday. We were on the panel, we breaking were the down panel. the topics of the day like yes. nobody else can. More than once, too. I think we were on it together twice. That was my introduction to Kevin Cerrito. So I said, I got to get this guy on the <laughs> podcast because he liked to run his mouth like me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're here. I'm here. You're here. Now we're going to get into how you're, you know, the king of trivia very oh, shortly. But like with all my guests, I want to start at the beginning. The origin story. The origin story of your Bef- journey. What part of Memphis are you from? Before I was a superhero. I grew up in Germantown. You grew up in Germantown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Houston High School graduate. Okay. They've got the best football team in the state right now. Okay. Look, look, he repping for uh, Houston. Yeah, Houston. of course. Yeah. Me, and, me and Matt Kane. Were you playing uh, football? I did not. Oh, no. What did you do at Houston High School? I I hosted the morning announcements. Did you? We had the morning announcements on, on TV. Okay. And at Houston High School. So it was on the closed circuit television. Okay. And we hosted that. Um it was a pretty big deal. It was called the Kevin and Anthony Show. Once we took over, it was really just the morning announcements, like Mustang Morning News. But then after me and this guy named Anthony uh, started hosting, we shook up the format a little bit, made it kind of like uh, Regis and uh, Kathy Lee at the okay. time, right? So I date myself. And <laughs> did more back and forth banter for the morning announcements until we were canceled by the, the administration. Why did they cancel you guys? Did you go rogue? Well, I mean, it was too much. I think it was just probably just too entertaining for school, I guess. They said we were too much about ourselves and not enough about the morning announcements. We were overshadowing the announcements that were being made to the students (laughs) at the time. Uh Um, I don't know if that was true. Yeah. Or not. You'd have to talk to, to John Atkin. We got to find him. So, uh, see what really Mr. Happened. Atkin, my former principal, okay. he went on to bigger and better things. Did he? Superintendent of Carville Schools. And, yeah. 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 Mr. Nice. Atkin. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, what else were you over there busy with at Houston High School? At Houston High School, I wrote for the the newspaper, mm-hmm. and the um, yeah, that's about it. Okay. I'm trying to think, but I was not. I mean, I I did actually just I was playing sports. I was the founder of the uh, the the student faculty kickball game. We had a student faculty. Oh, kickball that game. sounds fun! I love kickball. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. 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 So do, you, you, do you play still? I not still. I did. That was one of my faves at recess time. Right. Big ball. Mm-hmm. You know, they should have made it into like a prime time sport. I think. What it, you think? I think. I think so. Yeah. It could be. It, you know, it, it may make a comeback. If you watch some of this stuff on television, Wipeout. You ever seen Wipeout yes, and American yes. Ninja Warrior? Like they put. Yeah. There's lots of television channels and streaming services, but I think we might have an idea right now. I think we do. I think Make we do. Make this happen. Yeah, we need to get that money, Kevin. That's that money. So when you <laughs> left Houston, what Houston? happened? Um, uh, University of Memphis. I went to the University of Memphis. Why did you choose go University of Memphis? Tigers go because I just didn't know where I wanted to go. Like so many people in Memphis, right? That's true. But I like I knew I needed you know you needed a higher education, so I just go to it's it's right there. There's University of Memphis. And I wrote for the Daily Helmsman there okay. for a little bit. And I was a columnist, and that was fun. I had a weekly column where I just got to mm-hmm. make jokes and mm-hmm. give my opinion on the topics of the day. It was I was at University of Memphis around – I was a general columnist, but sports were a big deal on, on campus, as they always are, most, yes. at, especially right now even, especially at the University of Memphis. Right but at the time, it was uh, – 
almost like the peak time for university. Uh, you had John Calipari had just taken over, you know, oh, as you basketball. Were there then? So Cal was the basketball coach, oh, and then D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams mm-hmm. was the running back and made the New Orleans Bowl the first time he made it to a bowl game in thirty years. And wow. so uh, you had a lot to write about. So yeah, there was a lot going on. Wow. So a University of Memphis. Were you on the radio as well there? I was not. I was not. Oh no. Mm-mm. So columnist at University of Memphis was your major. You tell me your major. I was going to take a guess, but definitely. you were going to take a guess. It was communication, not journalism. It was communication. Okay. I took journalism classes, but it was communication. Okay. At the University of Memphis. And in your eyes, at that time as a student, what did you want to do with yourself? Oh, I mean that's tough. I don't know. Uh, I I mean I I knew I, I was limited on skills, so <laughs> it don't sound like Kevin. Because you sound to be uh, like you were an exceptional writer. Maybe, maybe. Writing's hard. Mm-hmm. Writing is really, really hard. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult and very time consuming. I still write every day writing trivia questions. And that's the hardest part. And it can be the most rewarding. And yes, it's the one that's because it's the hardest. That's why, you know, I get paid to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I wanted to. You know, Go on to podcasting. That wasn't a thing. Yet. No. <laughs> there were no podcasts. No, there was uh, not. not. At the feeling. time. I mean, radio was always something. It was never trivia. I mean, that was something that, I mean, I did discover trivia in college um, at the, like the PNH, but it was never uh, that or hosting bingo. Uh, radio, yes. Hosting something was always like ever since like, I was, I knew I can, can host and talk to people and. And, and that. So that was always something, but like it's hard to find those jobs, right? It is. And what is the, and the paths changed when I was in college. There used to be very basic, you know, outline of this is how you try to do something in broadcasting or in the media. Yeah. And now that while I was in college, that was kind of changing mm-hmm. and uh, still is evolving, right? On how you get into it. Because before you know, you'd break in, you'd go to a smaller city, do something there, and then get and hope to get back to wherever you wanted to be, right? Yeah. Now, were you hosting events while in college? No, I was not. I, um, I was just going to class. Though, really, I try to think. We, I was working customer service uh, in, in college for Service Master. Okay. Um, people would call in with broken water heaters, and I would send somebody <laughs> out to their house. So I got to talk doing that, right? And yeah. that was fun. And you, whatever, you come up with your own different ways to answer the phone every time, you know, and around the holidays and be extra, super be nice extra. and pepper, peppy, you know, <laughs> like, uh, season's greetings. This is Kevin. Can yeah. I have your contract number, please? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's what I, so I really, it was after college. Uh, and you start figuring, you just start figuring it all out. I just started figuring it all after that. So when you graduated from the University of Memphis. I was on the five-year plan. On the five-year plan. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> oh, wow. I love you. <laughs> I went to, um, what did happen? So I was still working at that customer service job for a minute. But then through people I knew from college, I started working, doing some freelance production work. Okay. Uh, on television being a PA on TV shows and I countless different ones I have been able to work on. Uh, So I started doing that and that sounds like a fun job to have right out of college. 
Yeah, but it's one that was very irregular. Like the the film scene right now, Memphis is doing awesome. Like if you're doing that type of work right now, you probably could have worked on Wedding at Graceland, Christmas at Graceland, Bluff City Law. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have had um, some regular work. When I first started doing it, like there would be there's commercials, you know, or St. Jude will f- film a commercial, or somebody there'll be. Uh, uh, Fred's or somebody would have a commercial and you would work on that mm-hmm. commercial or there would be a TV show American Idol would come to town you'd work for American Idol or so you think you can dance or whatever would come in and they needed to hire local people to work on it so mm-hmm. I would work on that so that that took up but it would be you would work maybe four or five days straight 12 hour days mm-hmm. but and then they would leave town and then they'd say, okay well what's my next job you would wait for the check from that one and yeah. you get the other one so at the same time i was also uh, writing for memphis sport magazine which started around that time it was one of the free magazines they gave out like you get in front of kroger mm-hmm. which i guess so this magazine could not exist today because kroger got rid of the free magazines did you know that no i didn't like if you walk out of kroger now there's no free magazines no, so it's like i, I think it's a corp- this flyer when i walk out of kroger not in the past month you haven't Really? Unless your Kroger is violating the policy. I'm in DeSoto County, though. Oh, is that might that be. Di- I, don't, I don't know. I think I thought it yeah. was a corporate corporate thing. I but picked one up a couple of weeks ago. The Union Kroger, no magazines on the way out. It looks very empty. It looks mm-hmm. very empty. But so Memphis Sport was a magazine. I jumped on that right when it started because, again, I was a writer, and it's what and I'd been writing about a lot about D'Angelo Williams and John Calipari, so I was understanding the sports scene and – Worked uh, for Memphis Sport, uh, super part-time job for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing that with the freelance production. So the radio started with the magazine. So the magazine, Memphis Sport, started a radio show. And I was not the host of it at first. And they got off to a little rocky start, whatever. I was always there knowing that I, I couldn't, you know, they knew that. I should do it. So I did it. Anyway, so I started hosting it. It's a weekly radio show in Sports 56 called uh, Memphis Sport Live at the, mm-hmm. at the time. Okay. And it was on the weekdays for a minute. It was on Saturdays for a minute. Eventually landed and settled in on Saturday mornings. And the show that I host now is the evolution of that uh, show because after the magazine folded, the show changed from Memphis Sport Live just to Cerrito Live. Wow. And just... Um, kind of became my show and then it that spun off wrestling time which is the hour where we talk about wrestling on that show mm-hmm. um but so at the time when i'm doing the freelancing stuff with like television shows and memphis sport ma- uh, magazine uh again there was a lucky time actually to be doing the production stuff for me because i can't remember there's some movie that was filming here and i ended up not getting on it or something and and so I, but then like a couple of weeks later, Down Home with the Neelys started oh, on yeah. the Food Network. I remember that. So Gina, Gina, yeah, Pat they, and Gina Neely. Yeah. And uh, I got to work on every episode of that show. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, so much fun. We would shoot a couple weeks at a time, take off a couple, uh, they'd take off a couple months. Half the crew was based in Memphis, half of them based in New York. Mm-hmm. And I kind of worked as that liaison between the, you know, the, the two of them um and we shot at their house uh wow. for most of it a lot of the original part of the series was shot at just a random house they were renting in east memphis mm-hmm. and then once it got picked up like uh pat and gina got a new house and they started filming in their actual kitchen that big money came in right right 
And so I got to work on that while I was doing the Memphis sports stuff. And it's still like none of this is full-time work. Right. You hustling out here. So, so yeah. So that, and then at the, around the same time, and it's about 10 years ago now, I guess, that a friend of mine from high school, so like her dad had purchased the Poplar Lounge mm-hmm. on Poplar. And he like owned the, pro- I don't know if he bought the property or how the rights to the bar or however that worked, but... So she was back in town, had been living like in California or something. So she's run it. So she's run the Poplar Lounge, and it had the shadiest of reputations for bars. Why? Right. It was just was it, like it just had the reputation of like it's a bar that you would see in a movie. It was actually in Hustle and Flow. I think <laughs> I remember that bar. The the I bar at the end of Hustle and Flow, yeah. um, where the stuff goes down. And if you haven't seen the movie, you need to see Hustle and Flow. It is awesome. Yeah, I've seen it several times. So I know you've seen it. I was t- talking to the, to the listeners. There's no, oh, way, okay. you have, there's okay. no way you have not seen. <laughs> I have not seen Craig Brewer's new movie on Netflix. But what is it called? Um, what is it called? It's I, a Eddie Murphy. It's the Eddie Murphy movie. Oh, Dolomite. Yeah, Dolomite is my name. You seen that? Name. So you seen it's that? Good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Dolomite is my name. Is good. Out. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Uh, it could get some Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. So Popular Lounge is not doing well. I'm like, well, you know what, I. I play I, trivia is a thing. I played it at the PH Cafe. I played trivia at PH uh, quite a few times from college and out of college. And I was like, I could just host a trivia night here for you. Try to bring in some younger people. I think it was before we were using the millennial term mm-hmm. and bring them in and, and try to make this place seem like a place people just will come and hang out. So I started doing that and was not making really any money at all. And so I eventually stopped hosting there but around that same time somebody who had played with me because we were doing all right because i was hosting the radio show at this point mm-hmm. so i'd be able to tell people hey you know come on out i've got got trivia happening mm-hmm. and somebody who had played with me at poplar lounge recommended me to someone else uh downtown at a italian place downtown called ferraro's mm-hmm. and so i you know, like, hey, you want to do trivia here so i started doing trivia there and actually was starting to make a lot more money than I was making at Poplar Lounge, but still not enough money to, you know, doing it one day a week. But eventually, word of mouth, I was passed on to another restaurant downtown, and then word of mouth, like, started spreading, and now I have uh, 12 or 13 events a week, maybe. Wow, you do like trivia so 12 we, to 13? Tri- trivia and bingo. And bingo. And they're not all me. There's other people now who are hosting some of the events, because I can't be at... At, they have four events on Tuesday, so I can only be at one of those. Wow. So that's kind of how the trivia started. One of the tr- places I hosted trivia at was looking for somebody to do bingo, and I was like, I can do bingo. Mm-hmm. But that's not hard. And so <laughs> now we have so four of those 12 or 13 events. The number changes all the time. Uh, is So four of them are bingo mm-hmm. right now. So I've got um, bingo happening. So that's how the bingo part happened. And... Uh, yeah, so I worked on Down Home with the Neelys for quite some time until um, that ended. But now, at this point, the trivia and the bingo become my full-time thing because I do so many of them. Wow. Um, that is amazing to have your but, own trivia company. Yeah. And that's what you do full-time, including your radio. Yeah, the radio Yeah, the radio is yeah, on Saturdays included. So really, at this point, so I did a bunch of stuff, and I still do a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it was what the, the graphic you made to to prom, promote this or something. Maybe the captions like, "Well, I just know he knows about trivia and wrestling." Right? <laughs> I said, "We're going to find out more about him." 
<laughs> I and, know he know about that. And that's those are like trivia, trivia, bingo, and wrestling. Those are my three areas of uh, you could say that my areas of expertise. Those are the things that, that I can that I know about. That's those are my niches that I've carved out, right? And that's which awesome. is important, right? Yeah. In, in twenty nineteen, almost twenty twenty here. Definitely because to carve you out know, your niche. This whole radio, um, entertainment industry it, it's very competitive. And when you find your own lane, that is just like the best thing ever. When you find your lane and you develop your own crowd, people know you for trivia, right? Right. You're There's the go-to who, guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, people will see me if, if we'll be out and uh, where was I recently? You know, it's wherever. I don't get to go out that much. As, I'm out every night. So I don't like to go out when I'm not out. Right. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm not working, if I'm. You're working. I'm, you yeah. sound like me. Like if I'm out, I am hosting something. Right. That's what I'm doing. I'm just, <laughs> I feel tonight. You I'll be at the, I'll be at the Memphis May Tap Room tonight, and I'll be hosting. But I'll be out, you know, and I will see a lot of people. Yeah. And so, and I'll have to be out tomorrow night. Yeah. And, but Saturday night, I don't want to have to do anything. Right. Right. So I, but that's anyway. But it's fun. But anyway, so I'll be out. Some people, you know, they'll recognize me from. Uh, the wrestling, or they'll rest, rec- recognize me from trivia, usually, mm-hmm. probably most of the time. Now, let's talk about wrestling for a minute. Now, when I grew up, and I'm a bit mm-hmm. older than you, just a little bit older than mm-hmm. you, and I used to wake up Saturday mornings, me and my brother, and TV5. we would watch Hook Hogan. Uh, wait, wait, yeah. what, cha- what channel were you watching? <laughs> were you watching here in Memphis, or were you watching? No, you were not in Memphis, no, so that's I, why you I were not watching TV5. So you grew up in Texas. Yes. So did okay. that sound odd when I said Hulk Hogan? Oh yeah. Why he wasn't on out here? Well, he was, but like it, it was wasn't different. A big deal. It was wrestling was different, and it changed early in my life. But the territory days, Hulk Hogan was for WWF, the right. WWE WWF. now, right? And so yeah, that was on almost everywhere in the country by the by the mid eighties. But in Memphis, this is. It was one the last territory. So wrestling used to be broken up into different territories, and and wrestlers would just kind of go around. There's a New York territory, which was originally the WWF's territory. You had WCW slash NWA, and you had the, the Carolinas. So there's all these different parts of the country. You can like Google a map and see like the wrestling territories. The Memphis territory, which uh, would run shows here and in Nashville and in Louisville, Kentucky, and other small towns uh, around the area, and some in Arkansas, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and they've were live Saturday mornings in the yep. studio at TV five, so nineteen sixty Union Avenue, next to the Chick Fil A that has the you know the, mm-hmm. barely has the wall, and and Jerry Lawler was the Jerry king. Lawler, Jerry Lawler, Lawler. Lawler. he's he, the king of Memphis, the king of king, king of, of wrestling, yeah. and Lance Russell, Dave Brown were your hosts, and that, Dave Brown, I remember Dave Brown for for decades and decades. So for decades and decades, the king was the top star. Lawler, of course, became famous in the year that I was born um, with his feud with Andy Kaufman mm-hmm. uh, from Taxi and the the comedian, and that made national headlines. They made a movie about it starring Jim Carrey. And but me growing up, I would watch TV five. I would go with my uncle and my brother to the Coliseum and and watch wrestling. It was going at this point. It was not at a, nearly as as big as it was, but wrestling has always just had a, a unique relationship with this city. We have mm-hmm. barbecue and the blues and 
And, and wrestling was our professional sport before yeah. there were the Grizzlies. Wow. I mean, there the pro team in this town was wrestling. So your pro team was Jerry Lawler oh was the pro God. team, like because he was the guy. And when he finally won the world title, like in nineteen uh, was eight, I should know this eighty eight or eighty nine, mm-hmm. um, the late eighties, uh, it was a huge deal. So I mean, the wrestling is just in the DNA, right, of of this city. And the, the talking about, and I loved it growing up. Mm-hmm. And with most most wrestling fans, at some point you you get away from it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I got back in it around WrestleMania 30. I know you're keeping up with what number this one is. I'm <laughs> WrestleMania <coming> 30. <laughs> this is Dan- Daniel Bryan won the the, uh, the championship of this WrestleMania. It was in New Orleans, and I went there for a friend's bachelor party. And so leading up to that, I started watching again, getting back into it. So I'm back into it. Uh, at this point and started talking about it on the radio and like a monthly segment on the show like hey we'll talk because this is memphis this is wrestling and there's nobody talking ever about wrestling or like this is bananas right. for there's all this hours that people will dedicate talking about you know whatever else yeah. on on the radio airwaves but they aren't talking about wrestling so did it once a month uh, it was uh, popular enough. Okay, well, let's every week we'll t- we'll do the end of the show. We'll talk about wrestling, and it eventually became an hour. So it was like eventually. So it was Cerrito Live, and then we had the second hour was the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Mm. And until recently, re- uh, it was called that. I rebranded it as Wrestling Time mm-hmm. to play off of another show on Sports Fifty Six, which is called Sports Time. The uh, legendary George Lapidus used to host. So I remember that name, Lapidus. Yeah. Now, have you had Jerry Lawler on your show? Funny Probably should, Funny you should ask. The King, since we rebranded, is a regular on the show. Oh, that's so he, awesome. So he calls in every Saturday. So no matter <laughs> uh, where he is at, he will call in and talk to us about whatever the latest in wrestling or whatever the latest going on with him mm-hmm. and talk to him about Memphis stuff. Got a, a segment we do at the end. So he calls in sometimes for 10 minutes sometimes he'll talk for 30 minutes there's a lot going on where we'll end the conversation always with a, a thing called uh, bluff city lawler where okay. i ask the king something <laughs> about memphis and we talk about something about memphis so bluff city lawler you that couldn't couldn't cute. resist that pun no i got it i got it i got it now you know what <laughs> thinking about wrestling my That's brother so. used to try all the moves on right, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm little sister. I would get the, you know, put put his legs between my, my, my <laughs> head. And, you know, I'm messed up at this point. But he would do all the moves on me. I was into it. I think we even went to a few wrestling shows that would come to Beaumont, Texas. It seemed like it's evolved so much. And... I mean, I know it's You want a me big to demonstrate some moves? Do not. Maybe you can do Sana. See if Sana, with Sana, I might got a move for you to. Sana. <laughs> but, okay, just be honest. Is it fake or no? Okay. <clears throat> Tell the truth. Well, you know this. Okay. I mean, it is. So it's a big it's acting. Pre, it's, yeah, it's predetermined. Okay. Yeah. For writings. Well, yeah. Well, that, their ratings aren't doing very well right now. <laughs> They're not. No, wrestling. It seems like they have so many this, this, generations now. There's, like. a, there's more wrestling now than there has ever been on, on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's because TV. TV is, has changed to the point where, you know, you got to have live sports or something like it, right? Wrestling, sports, entertainment. So, yeah, you, well, you asked if it was fake or not. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, every. That's yeah, the quick answer is yes, but it's like that's you know. It's, when I was but little, shows like going to a movie. It's like telling somebody like going right. to the movie. Like, isn't this fake? Like, you're like in the middle of the movie, you're not going to turn to somebody. It's like they didn't really do that. Did, right. You, know? you right. just have to suspend your disbelief and 
get in to watch it for what it is, which is an amazing art form. And these are amazing athletes because mm-hmm. what is real is that they really are. They are amazing athletes. Uh, yeah, amazing athletes. And they're really performing these stunts mm-hmm. uh, before your very eyes. And it is, it is amazing. Uh, what they're able to do there, and then if the product, if as wrestling fans call it, if the wrestling is good, if the stories are good, then yeah, it's it's going to be very entertaining. But you just have the good stories. Right now, it's a it's an interesting time because there's a new wrestling promotion started. So for so long, WWE has been like the NFL for right. like the past twenty years because they they bought WCW in two thousand one, and they've owned everything. Mm-hmm. So on a national stage, there's been local companies like Nine Hundred One Wrestling, which I host their shows uh, twice a month at the Rec Room. Mm-hmm off of Broad Avenue. You can go watch some live local wrestling for five bucks. But WWE's been the big show, and now AEW has started, called All Elite Wrestling. I saw that, AEW. It's started with uh, Dusty Rhodes' son, Cody Rhodes, and it's got a billionaire backer, the guy who owns uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. His son mm-hmm. is uh, the guy running it. So they got billionaires behind it. They've got Chris Jericho, who's a name that people know. I remember that as name. He's, the, he's the champion. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, El Champion. <laughs> and so that show just started mm-hmm. about 10 weeks ago on TNT. So like TNT, you get, you're on, you're on you know, TNT. That's huge. Everybody's got TNT. And that has cable because not everybody has TNT anymore because a lot of people have cut the cord. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, So that just started. And at the same time that that started, like the same very week, uh, WWE moved to Fox. So they're like Fox 13. They moved to network Fox television on Friday nights, which wrestling has never been on on a weekly basis Mm. on network television before. So this should like you're seeing a lot more wrestling now. You're probably seeing it promoted a lot. Uh, the ratings are not as good as they would have hoped they would be at this point with all this stuff happening. But maybe because there's too much of it. Yeah. Who was your favorite wrestler? Oh, that's a that's a great question. <laughs> Growing up, it was Jerry the King Lawler. And now it's, yeah, so I get to have the, the privilege to have him on the radio every week. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. You know, there was a reality show. I think it's still in existence where the women mm-hmm. in wrestling. Oh, and it's I used on. To watch, it's, what is the name of it? Total Sports Divas. Me? Total Divas. Yeah. And those women, I mean, their bodies are just like the women. Wow, the women are like that's the reason to watch right now. While wrestling is yes. the ratings are not up, the women's wrestling is the best it's ever been, and they look good. They like, they know they they know what they're doing. They're they're better in the ring and telling stories than the men are right now. So it really is pretty awesome. Yeah, and they kept up a lot of drama, and I was just wait for them to really like <laughs> kick each other ass in real life. <laughs> like I know it's coming, but they would keep it in the ring. It was always a storyline, of course, to right. the episodes somehow tied in. Yeah, but those ladies look good. Now let me ask you this: If you weren't in radio or trivia, what would you be doing? Oh, I don't know. That's what's that's that's uh, scary to me. I don't know. <laughs> Is it? Well, I mean, I'm used to. I mean, I don't. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe probably something to do with advertising. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You have a great personality. I mean, a lot of, a lot of what. To grow the trivia business, I mean, a lot of it is is has been to try to maybe social media. I've done some freelance social media stuff. We didn't even get into that, but part of many of my side hustles, uh, doing social media for like restaurants and stuff mm-hmm. uh, to make money when I was growing the trivia business. So there's probably something to do with that. And you know what? You have a specific uh, reasoning on social media. Can you share it with the verbally effective audience? Because I know you have Cerrito. 
um, an Instagram for your business, but I know you have specific thoughts on oh, I don't, that social I, media in general. Yeah, I've become that this and this <laughs> is since you've been a dad. Maybe. It's wild because I it might be the last column that I wrote for the Daily Homesman at the University of Memphis. So when I was at the university, it was around 2005, 2005. And it was when Facebook was starting and it started as a college website. And I had, we went away for winter break or whatever, like you do Christmas break. And around that time, you you know, some of your friends come back from, you know, that are out of town for college. You run into different people and you hear about this Facebook thing. Mm -hmm. And, and it was only, you had to have a college email and it had to be a specific college email to get on at the beginning of Facebook. Mm -hmm. And Memphis was not on there. And they, but they were letting in like other schools, maybe like Louisville was on there, like some of our equals uh, and our rivals. And it's like, well, why are we not on there? So I wrote a, a column like saying, this is preposterous. We need to be on here. Why is Memphis not on Facebook? So I was like really like uh, the the grandfather of, of Memphians being able to be on Facebook. What? It all goes back to me. Uh, <laughs> but now I, I, well, Facebook is obviously in the news, and they, they and I it bothers me a lot of how they don't take responsibility for for some of the stuff that they're doing. The misinformation that's being spread is just as as somebody who is has been in journalism, and I my job is hosting trivia. Like it's about what the act, their facts, right? There's mm-hmm. truth and there's facts, and like you can't uh, be you know allowing that the lies being spread and your data being taken up and. And all of these 10-year challenges where people are posting their picture of what I look like 10 years ago versus today. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do you think they're doing with this information? Are mm-hmm. they trying to – what are they going to do? Are they creating some type of uh, way to recognize people as they age? Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, technology. Yeah. And it sounds very paranoid, but, like, uh, I'm not a fan of it. At some point, I deleted my personal Instagram not too long ago mm-hmm. because – as, as much as they say you turn off the mic and they're not listening to you, I believe that that they're definitely tracking searches and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't have a personal page, and I it's, it's public knowledge. I got a daughter who's born earlier this year. We are not sharing her uh, image on social media, mm-hmm. so we're watching her digital footprint. I think it's important. Uh, there because we don't know what people are doing with this that how do we trust the people who were just giving this information to people uh manage to get through everyday life with without it before but i still like i love twitter and i'm probably on twitter too much but that's yeah. because i like to know what's happening yeah with twitter news. is a little bit safer yeah but i'm still not posting yeah i'm still not posting pictures that's the big right. big thing there and the instagram which is owned by facebook folks don't forget that so if you're deleting your facebook or you just you know, got to delete your Instagram too. Yes, definitely. You know what? Data is king. Whoever like owns the data is running the world, right? It's now. gonna be Google and Facebook, and that's yeah, yeah. Now you know what, Kevin? Since you know, right, Mister Trivia, and I know you had a Game of Thrones trivia. We did Game uh, of Thrones trivia. Okay, so I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Oh, no. You're... I need you to ask me a few questions and let me see I if do... I'm going to get it right. Don't give me the hard stuff, though. Like, but, but, do but or I don't give can... you the hard stuff. Give me the medium stuff. I bet you I can answer your Game of Thrones. Let me see if I can pull it up. I This is... Look, <laughs> give me the medium don't, stuff. I don't know if you're going to be able to get any of the Game <laughs> oh, of Thrones I'm going to get it right because I am... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Daenerys Storm. Oh my goodness! Nah, I was I see, her I, in another life. Okay, so you watched all, every season Khaleesi. of Game of Thrones. 
Yes. Read the books. Come on. What's up? Really? What you got to say? I'm trying to let me find something easy. Um, now you're up. I'm medium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you I don't understand finale? half of these questions. So Were you a big Game of, Thro- Game of no, Thrones No, I watched fan? season one and I like it. We do the trivia. I'm still trying to learn about the actual world that we really live in. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a whole And have made to learn about world. the whole made up world yeah. just so I understand what is happening yeah. on that show is difficult. Yeah. And I'm doing the, you know, doing these trivias every single night, right? Yeah. So I know I most of the shows we do I do trivia is about, I do watch, so it's like I've you know I've seen Friends. And I, love seen friends. I love The what Office. I love The Office. Love City Law. Love City Law. I've watched all of them. I've not done a trivia night yet, but we're working oh, on having something. I'm waiting for the official renewal or cancelization to happen. And I, then, what do you think is going to happen? I thought it was pretty good. I, I did you watch? Did you watch all yeah. of it? Uh, I thought it, it was it was fun to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. As a Memphian, I don't we did. I wouldn't have watched it if it wasn't set in Memphis. So I, I, would you have maybe? I, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't have watched it because I've always been a fan of law type shows. And um, you watch The Voice? You already watch The Voice? Mm-hmm. You do watch because it comes on after The Voice. So if yeah, you watch The Voice, yeah. there's a chance you might, might just watch it anyway. But it was cool to watch because the scenes, the scenery. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, I was just there the other day. Like it's like you picking up. I guess because we live in Memphis. And in it was this so great. Area. Yeah. So on my yeah, yeah on my radio show every every Saturday, Holly Whitfield from the Isle of Memphis blog would call in and we would talk about our favorite moments of that week's show, and it's often had something to do with Memphis. And I was always fascinated with why sometimes they would go to a, a place that you knew, and they would make up a new name for it, and yeah, then other places, other too. places they would would use their real name, right? Rendezvous got so many plugs on that show. Oh, Rendezvous. But they go to Blue City Cafe and it's Big Bubba's Barbecue Restaurant or something. It's like, that's Blue City. Yes. (laughs) So that was fun. That's fun. That was fun to try to figure out what, like if they ever went to Rayford's, was it going to be called Rayford's or was it going to be called something else? Right. But because, I mean, that's a very iconic Memphis uh, location. Mm. Now, I really enjoyed it and I hope it gets picked up. I mean, the ratings were good and good enough where it might mm-hmm. and nbc's about to start their streaming service you know the peacock yeah uh, jimmy smith's a big star i thought the, the acting on the show was great yeah, i did too and like, i don't see why i wouldn't get picked up for another season unless the ratings were just not you know where they need to be they they needed to up the drama quicker like you um, you watched in my opinion i think the finale was slow until the i understand what you're saying episode one mm-hmm. nice dramatic shocking conclusion <laughs> episode one same with the finale right a, mm-hmm. lots of drama and it ended in a, in a kind of a shocking cliffhanger way so you're like mm-hmm. why can you do this every week i know it's you can't do the same you know be so shocking every week mm-hmm. but it could have been a little bit more like oh i've got to tune in next week yeah outside of and it was so much fun watching the rip from the headline stories. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is happening here with the Saudi Arabia thing happening? Yeah, I'm like, why is this really happening in Memphis? <laughs> why has this not been in the commercial appeal of the Daily Memphian? Why are they not reporting on this? We should know. I know. I hope it comes back. International incident happening. I, I, I really, I really liked watching it. I want to continue. It's been fun. It's been my show. There's very few, not much time to watch television with a, with a newborn. And that was... Oh, yeah. Definitely. I made sure to watch it every week. Now, with you having a trivia company, what goes into developing your trivia? I know you mentioned a lot of writing, mm-hmm. but like, how do you even 
to pose new trivia to bring it to a crowd? I mean, are you checking for what everybody's into? Like, what goes into developing your trivia? That's a good question. So, I do mostly theme trivia right now, mm-hmm. and especially this time of year because it's the holidays. We've got a Christmas story trivia tonight. Oh, and the a lot of it, I it really is like I've I figured out some themes i watch trends uh, obviously nationally and, and and locally on what is happening and it's just become public knowledge at this point that the most popular shows on television in 2019 are friends in the office still which is crazy still? like those are the, the two most popular shows they're the top things that are streamed on netflix wow. and they're both about to leave netflix so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens as they leave Netflix. Will a new show emerge? Right, who's going to uh, take the into crown? that spot? Like Netflix is just signed, and they're going to get Seinfeld. So will Seinfeld take another resurgence mm-hmm. uh, when it returns to Netflix? That'll be interesting to see. Uh, but so I, I do that. I also take feedback from from people, mm-hmm. and at some point, and I and sometimes I'll just try stuff. I'll come up with the idea and like let's try this. Let's see if it works or if it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, like Game of Thrones, you could just tell, like the excitement around that show. That was the show that not every, it was, it's as close as you can get that everybody was watching because uh, they definitely weren't. I mean, the, the numbers compared to to other shows, especially compared to Friends in the Office currently. Like but, Game of Thrones was it, babe. And Walking Dead at some point was like that. True. And, but it died off uh, um, pretty fast. <laughs> and rightfully so. I'm mad at that show. I stopped watching it. My days, especially my Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are very busy because I'm trying to do. Because I've got a lot. There's a lot of like when you run your own business, you got a lot of office work and stuff you got to do. You got to send out the invoices and you got to make the schedules. And I'm doing a lot of that while at the same time trying to figure out I'm still the person that is creating the the content that is going into these trivia events. I may not be the one there hosting it, but I'm the one who's putting it all together. Mm-hmm. And I am hosting something almost every night. Now, did you hear about the recent drama? Let's hear it. Now, this What's is this? with a Memphian. Well, maybe like Ooh. a Millington person. Justin oh, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Oh, you already know what I'm talking about, right? I, I saw that uh, today. Yeah. Yes. About him being out and about. Right. So Justin Timberlake apologizes to his wife, Jessica Bill, after he was pictured holding a hand, his In, yeah. co-star hand. Now, the the lady, his co-star, I guess they're working on a project, but I when they first started talking about this, I want to say two weeks ago, I remember the lady because my son and I were, were on Netflix and we watched that new show, Raising Dion, and she's the boy's mother on the show. So when that story came out, I was like, ooh, because I had just watched the series. Uh, so you know her and you know him. And you know, I, ooh. Yes, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. So... The whole thing about it was all he had to say was it wasn't a big deal. All I did was catch really nothing. But he made this big public apology yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I was like, did he really get it from his wife at the house? Like, what happened, Justin? That's uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I definitely in this this time, some you know, with social media, people mm-hmm. can. Uh, sometimes rightfully so get it you know get the the twitter mob after them Man. and then sometimes not when they don't understand the whole story i didn't read his post was he i but i from what i understand he was addressing the family though in the post he right? did. Or, let me read it to you he says a few weeks ago i displayed a strong lapse in judgment but let me be clear nothing happened between me and my co-star i drank way too much that night and regret my behavior i should have known better 
<laughs> so that was his. They didn't post. And he posted a picture with it. This was on Instagram, right? Yes. That's, I was Instagram. like, why did he even say? Like to me, you didn't even have to say nothing, Justin. Mm-hmm. I would have believed you, but right. now with the public apology, I'm oh, like, now you Ooh. don't believe him now. Nah, I don't. But Justin, what you do, Justin? I was just tripping. Like, what happened, Justin? Now I really want to know what happened. To me, it just Nothing. feels like with the public apology. I want to know what movie it is because I want to see this movie now. I, I think know. they're working on a movie. I think they're working on a movie. There's a lot. They film a lot of movies in Louisiana. It is filmed in Louisiana. Be- so they were um, in New Orleans. For- yes. The co-star name is Alicia Wainwright, but they do not mention. She's familiar. I've not watched that show you're mm-hmm. talking about. I was just like, wow, what is going on? So I know you keep up with a lot of, you know, current events. You know, yes. we've both done the Water Cooler Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um Another hot topic going on, I guess, related to Memphis as well, is the whole impeachment. Deal. No impeachment. No, no. I'm just no, go ahead. Definitely, I don't know if you wanted to go that way, but I'm we sorry, got, I, I Nancy Pelosi said she ain't going no more. Nancy Pelosi hit that gavel down today and was like, Mm-mm, "He got to go." <laughs> really? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Oh, wow. She says that we're going to move forward. Like she act like she not playing. Do you think the president is really going to get impeached? Yeah, yeah. I think well, impeached like he's. Well, this process through Congress, I think, yes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's what does that word mean anymore? Is he going to get kicked out of office? Really He's not going to get kicked out of office. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But they've got to they've got to hold him accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were mentioning today that, um, you know, based off of the hearings that everyone. Well, I guess the, the last few witnesses all stated that they all believe that he definitely you know, had behavior uh, that a president should not. You know, they right. were just basically saying he was guilty. But um, the, like the professors he, and the professor explaining, now, yeah, yeah, this really behavior equals in, this. Yes, yes, and but to me, like you said, it really doesn't mean he's not going to be president anymore. Like, no, that does. That's not the end result. I guess then is just to then want to expose his crimes so people are understand mm-hmm. what has happened going into next year's election for some people who may not understand. Yeah. You know, that's, I think that's the, and also like you have to, if you don't impeach somebody for doing this and what's, yeah. are we ever going to impeach anybody? Do you think that, let's just say if the impeachment does definitely go through, do you think that will affect his new, his next term possibly? Well, you think, wait, you think there's going to be another term? Do you think he's going to have another term? <laughs> I don't know. We got to get there. Yeah, no, I have look, no idea. I know. Me personally, I don't want him to have another term. I would. I would hope even all of this impeachment hearings would make people. You know. I mean, it's going to be decided. They want it to be, you know, decided in November. Yeah. Um, the election's going to decide it. I just you just got to hope that it's going to be fair. You got to hope, hope that that there's that there's not going to be hacking or look, interference. No Russian interference in the election, <laughs> and then you know, no you Facebook just, interference. You hope for that. Yeah. Do you do you you're obviously not you're not saying you're going to not you're not if who you're voting for. Um, I don't know all the candidates yet. You don't know all the candidates. Look, we still don't know. Like someone can still jump in right now. Or they're jumping in. Like it's Bloomberg. it's like a royal, it's like yeah. a royal rumble. <laughs> it's just like wrestling. Like we've got new people yeah. coming in every yeah. couple of seconds. Yeah. And dropping out too, getting eliminated. And getting Kamala eliminated. Harris. Yeah. Like, but you know, Bloomberg, he got all the cheese, so he jumped in with the big money and that eliminated quite a few people. Like they can't hang anymore. Like Bloomberg. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, Kevin. But well, you know we'll what? We'll find out. 
another hot topic right now. And you know, I know you have your sports background. You're a Memphian. What do you think is going to happen with James Wiseman? How is that going to unfold with the NCAA? This topic is something we've talked about on the radio uh, that and the city's been talking about mm-hmm. uh, for, for so long. And I've been the, seeing him post on social media, and it's like, to me, what's sad is this young man can't do what he loves right now. It's definitely not his fault. Mm-mm. What's real fascinating about this, have you ever seen the movie Blue Chips? Have you ever watched yes. Blue Chips? Penny Hardaway's character in that movie, Penny Hardaway's in the movie, his character, his mom takes money to get a house. Like, Same scenario. A very similar scenario. Oh. And, <laughs> the, and they actually showed... Blue Chips at Indy Memphis recently, the Indy Memphis Film Festival earlier this fall, and they tried to get Penny to speak there. He he didn't want to. This was before the Wiseman situation happened. But I was like, okay, maybe he knew something was up. Ooh. But the um, I don't know. I it's it's I'm frustrated with how it, the whole system works. Really, with with college sports, right? Like it should. It's He's 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 gonna have to sit out these games. He's gonna sit out the games, and they're doing all right with them with them out right now. But the Tennessee game's coming up, and fans are gonna be uh, wishing that he was playing so they could have a better chance to win that rivalry game. Yeah, uh, it's the NCAA is just messed up, and they can't to to clear him to play, and then later say he's not cleared. You know, I just would think once you clear somebody, then they're cleared. You've got to stop them beforehand. You can't come back and say, oh, no, wait a minute, you can't. And they've done that before for Memphis with Derrick Rose in 2008. They sure did. Where he got right. cleared, he got cleared, and after the season was over, after Memphis went to the Final Four, after they went mm-hmm. to overtime in the championship game, they said, oh, well, you shouldn't have played him because we found this thing with his SAT. So that was messed Those up. games don't count. So they what can just do whatever they Memphis? want. Why and they to pick me- on Memphis? They pick on Memphis. They pick on other schools, too. They're not just Memphis, and they do whatever they want, which I, I'm i hoping that maybe this incident with Memphis, because I've seen, we talked about politics, but one thing that seemed to bring together our local politicians recently is the Wiseman thing. We've got Republicans and Democrat representatives in Tennessee and Memphis saying how outrageous it is that this is happening. And the NCAA, while it is like, quote unquote, a voluntary, organiza- voluntary organization, like you don't have to be in there if you don't want to be if the university of memphis didn't want to be a part of it but then you couldn't do any like it's not really voluntary because you in order to participate in anything you have to be a part of the ncaa and the fact that they are involved with uh, public institutions i just think there's something the government could do to get involved here and be like y'all can't do this you if you're going to have rules and you're going to enforce them you got to enforce them for everybody you can't be going around just picking and choosing yeah. on who to enforce them or when to enforce them like you're dealing with the public trust here. So they, back in the day, they got, speaking of true, they got involved with, you know, the game shows on television, you know, and they made it where you can't rig game shows on TV. Really? Congress and the government got involved in that, uh, the Big 21 scandal. Yeah. Oh, my. So they, some of the game shows back in the day on television, black and white, this is before our time, mm-hmm. you know, they were rigged. Oh. And then when that scandal came out that they, was, they were giving this guy the answers like then the government got involved and they made the game show laws where you can't rig game shows interesting they're game show laws uh-huh. like this is deep I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that <laughs> so that's my rant on it my problem is i'm just i'm hoping i'm hoping the whole hopefully that maybe but you know congress is busy right now as yeah. we talked about
That's true. That's true. They can do a couple different things at once. They better do something. I hope. I hope that. I hope the young man plays this season and not like. Oh, he will. He's like in February, right? Right. Yeah. Well, he's not gonna play before Christmas. So if that's (laughs) on, (laughs) no. That's what he was hoping. But you know what? He's still like my son says. My fourteen year old said, "Well, mom, he's still going to the NBA." He is. He's gonna get to find the idea that they you're gonna find a guy. They find him. Like, he's suspended, but they also find him $11,000, which he has years to pay back, so he's going to have the money. But, like, to find him eleven, to have to what pay back this $11,000, it's like you're finding somebody who you're saying cannot, you know, earn that money back. Because the reason, because he accepted the money, it's, it's all backwards. It's, it's all totally backwards. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. Wow. Well, Kevin, I have thoroughly enjoyed you on the Verbally Effective Podcast. I can't wait to hang out with you on the panel again for are you WREGs. Co- are you uh, going to come to a trivia night? I will definitely come or to a, a bingo. trivia you night. You should come to a bingo. Whatever you want me to do. I'm there. I'm there, Kevin. All right. Now, I'll tell get you the schedule. All the listeners, give me the schedule. Tell all the listeners how they can get in touch with you and follow you on your favorite social media. <laughs> <laughs> you should follow us. So it's the Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and, and on Twitter and Instagram at Cerrito Trivia. That's two R's and one T. And uh, at Cerrito on Twitter, too. So that's my one real personal account. But we've got Cerrito Trivia, Cerrito, CerritoTrivia.com or CerritoBingo.com. You can go and see the list of when we play. We, you can always start your weekend playing bingo with me at the Memphis May Tap Room in Cooper Young. We play on Sundays at Laughlin Yard, where the third Sunday of the month, you bring your dog to bingo. We call it Bring Your Dog to Bingo Day. And you bring your dog, and your dog gets a bingo card, too. So it doubles your chances to win. Oh, Hollywood, Hollywood Feed is out there with us. Uh, that's the third Sunday of the month. This month, you think that's cute. <laughs> if your dog wears an uh, ugly Christmas sweater this month, we'll give your dog two cards. So we're gonna um, have. Do you do you have any you pets? Do you have any pets? I yeah. don't. But I'm. Do you've seen people to, who to dress their pets up? Like, yes, I we, have. For Halloween, we had her. You dressed your pet up in a costume. You would not believe the costumes that we oh, saw. God. The the winners they made a a taco truck. Mm-hmm. They made a taco truck and they do- dressed their two dogs up as tacos and they had them ride in this taco truck. They won first place in the that dog costume contest. Creative. Yeah. Ooh. But this one is just for sweaters. You know, it's whatever your ugly, <laughs> ugly sweater. We're going to have human ugly sweater. Do you own an ugly sweater? Do you I have do. an ugly sweater? I do. A holiday themed ugly sweater? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a holiday themed ugly sweater. Okay. Yeah. So you could wear that and get an extra <laughs> card later on this month. We play. We're, so we also have bingo Tuesdays at Elbow in Overton Square, and Thursdays we're in South Haven at Dan McGinnis. Okay. For those who uh, live or know people who live in DeSoto County. Me? And, then, and then trivia is uh, yeah happening on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, all over different themes this month, holiday stuff. We've got general knowledge trivia mm-hmm. starting back up in January. Mm-hmm. Do you find that? Uh, around the holidays, your trivia is more spicier around the holiday time. <laughs> it's People are a little like, bit more merry. It's a little pumpkin spicy around Halloween. And then <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> but this uh, this time of year, it's, yeah, it's it's fun because it's it's Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nonstop Christmas stuff. So we have Christmas vacation trivia. We're doing the office Christmas where it's all questions about the Christmas episodes of the office, which are some of the best ones. And uh, we'll do year in review trivia. Mm-hmm. You might be good at that one. Yeah, I'm ready. You might, I'm you ready. might be. Let me know, Kevin. 2019 trivia coming up. It's my one of my favorite months for trivia. Elf, Elf trivia. Mm. You like the movie Elf? What's your favorite holiday movie? Do you have one? Um, Home Alone? I love Home Alone. I've man. always loved Home Alone. There was yeah, Home one, Alone trivia coming. What's the one with Chris Brown in it? I can't remember the name of it, but that was a cute Christmas movie too. 
Chris Brown. Chris of all Brown people, you're going to like that. I love you, you Chris Brown, baby. Breezy. Get in the holiday spirit. <laughs> Nothing says the holiday. Like breezy. Like Chris Brown. <laughs> this Christmas. That's the name of it. Was that the name of it? I, was trying to, I, mean, I know it's got Christmas in the name of it. Yeah, it's called This Christmas. But... Yeah. Oh, we have Star Wars trivia coming up too. Do you like Star Wars? The new Star Wars movie comes out this oh, month. This baby Baby Yoda is Baby Yoda cute to you? You think Baby Yoda is cute? Have you seen Baby Yoda? Yeah, I like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the big uh, Chewbacca? Chewbacca. You want to see Baby Chewbacca? I like Chewbacca. That is the next. That's going to be the next big thing, Baby Chewbacca. I think. Is it? I don't know. I'm guessing. Like, <laughs> have you not seen how big Baby Yoda is? Like, yes. Finally, like you see this old this man who this man this green creature who is who has uh, always been old, and then you get to see the baby version. He's so cute. Wow, that's interesting. And so speaking cute. of Star Wars, you know, uh, remember Billy D. Williams? Yes. He's a character. Lando, what is this character? Lando? Yeah, Lando, yeah. How and did you know they were saying he was gender Glover fluid? plays him in the, in the new ones. What? They were saying he was gender Oh, he announced he's gender, he's gender neutral. Is that yeah, what it was? Yeah, he came out and said, I'm not gender fluid. Like, Oh, he's not? What? What, what is it? What okay, did he so say? there was a story that came out okay. that said that Billy D. Williams is gender fluid, meaning that he has a masculine side and a feminine side. Okay. But people were trying to twist it as if he liked guys and he liked girls. They just turned it into all kinds of things. The, the bisexual. He, right. And he finally came out yesterday and said, what is this gender fluid? I don't <laughs> even know what the term is. Is that something you millennials came up with? I oh, is that like, his quote? That's pretty funny. He said, I like, I am not a homosexual. <laughs> it's like, I guess, you know, everybody was hitting him up like Billy D. You gender, what you gender fluid? What's going on? And he had to come out and say something. He was like, I'm not a homosexual. Well, why was the story re- released anyway? Because he's, he's going to be in the new, he's going to be in the new Star Wars. Right. He'll be in there because. That's why. Um, yeah, they need some old school star power back. So yeah. it's yeah. good. Yeah. They needed to make a Lando movie. They didn't. They made that a solo movie, mm-hmm. um, but the Orlando one would have been good because Glover's good. He's he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Donald Kevin. Glover. Thank well, thanks, you yeah, so thanks much for having for coming me. to the pod. This was great. I like being here. I liked first time here. Yes. And are we allowed? To, are we allowed to talk about where we're at? Yeah. Go where ahead. we record this here? Go ahead. Was this? Uh, so this is uh, I Heart Radio, right? Yes. I Heart Radio in Memphis, and we're like like. This is like, so growing up, I grew up in Germantown, but my grandparents lived right down the road from here mm-hmm. and off of Perkins and could, could see them all in Memphis from their house. So we'd go over there every, every Sunday after church. We'd come out, went to church actually um, on Winchester, mm-hmm. um, where the Statue of Liberty is. Before it was, before it was Central Church before, and like a non-denominational church. We would go there. And then we would come out here to my grandparents' house right down right down the road. So this neighborhood like means like I grew up here. I would go to the mall in Memphis, service <laughs> merchandise all the time. The you had uh, Children's Palace over here. Yeah. Excite mm-hmm. uh, was here for a minute, and the first Toys R Us in Memphis opened right down the street. It and I can't tell what it is now. <laughs> the and House of Horrors is that what it is? Yes. Is it a Halloween store? It's, or is it... it's a hollow. It's a, a haunted house every Halloween. That's what it is. In the now. old Toys R Us. And yeah, and so I, so I just, uh, this, I love driving out here because I don't come, I don't, I drive by on the interstate all the time, but I didn't need to stop by. Yeah. And, I'm going to um, have you back, Kevin. 
You are? Yeah. You have repeat guests? <laughs> You'll be my first. All right. I'll bring the trivia questions for you that time. I, yes. I will bring you your Game of Thrones. Bring me questions. my Game of Thrones because I'm these, ready. You are not going to be able to answer the ones <laughs> I pulled up on Try my phone. Try me. Try me. Uh, okay. The people. No, that's not it. You're not going to be able to get that one. You try me. Okay. 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 Just give me one. Okay. In, no, I don't. I, I'm trying to like some of these. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. I'm trying to give you one that's a little bit. Do you give? Do you give? Um, Sometimes there's choices. None of these yeah, have choices, choice. so that's the problem. Um, bu- bu- bu. Who pushed young Bran Stark out of the window in season one, resulting in him getting paralyzed from the waist down? See, that's one that you should know. I know. I know this one. The brother, the one he was fucking <laughs> his sister. You know who I'm talking about. The cutie, uh, Jamie Lannister. You got Don't it. Play with me. You got it. See, I found I one. That that's game, that's bro. a good trivia question. You did it. Congratulations. Okay, you did the winner. You're only going to ask me that one. Yeah, we're not going to give you another one. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin Sarita. Thank you.